So we just had Joe Davidson on from the Sacramento Bee. And it, it feels kind of silly to even explain who he is because right. anybody who's been at the Combine, anybody who's a part of the high school sports culture in right. Sacramento mm -hmm. knows him. Yes. You probably follow him on social media. You've probably read an article that he's done um, in the Bee. So right. um, that was a really fun one. I was really excited yeah. to finally get him on. We've been trying to get him on for a little while, but obviously right. because of his his job, right. um, it's tough. He's always busy. Yeah, especially during the school year. It's demanding yeah. with all the sports. So it's summer. It's June right now. So Yeah, so we finally got him in, yeah. and um, he had just awesome things to say about uh, just everything. I feel like that was – that was one of those podcasts where it's like we didn't really have that much of a direction yeah. to start off with because I knew we didn't need it right. because there's he has so many great things to say about the um, culture of high school sports and a lot of social media talk again right. and everything else. So yeah. um, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, en I enjoyed that one a lot. That was good. I didn't tell him this when he was here, but I was impressed by just all of the like the dates and the people he remembers. I like know, that, it's crazy. To have that memory, I'm like, I would never remember, <laughs> remember any of that. So, well, and it's just telling of how, how you know, he's meant for the job that he has. And yeah. um, he knows, you know, he knows so much. So needless to say, he had a lot of good things to say. And, you know, like you said, we barely had to guide him. He, j I mean, it, it, there was just, you know, so much good stuff. We could just go. And it's like, oh, yeah. and we could have gone for another like two hours. Right. Because there's so many things, you know, you could talk about and so many things, like you said, his his um, recall of all yeah. of that stuff. Yeah, it, it's right. you know you really could talk about anything that he's covered, yeah. right. and in depth. Yeah, yeah. so we, we had we'll to be very, well. We had to be very limited with our questions. I know we had more questions for for him, but yeah. you know, and so we had to look at the time. I mean, before we knew it, it was like fifty minutes. It really did it fly crazy. by. They always do, but yeah. that one in particular, yeah. I felt like really flew by. So yeah. maybe maybe he'll be kind enough to join us again. Yeah, you know, it'd be cool as <laughs> well, if a two parter. A two parter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be cool to get him uh, maybe if he's available, which this might be tough, but like before yeah. the school year starts. Yeah. So one more time, and then maybe like a little okay. preview of of right. like the football season. That'd be right. cool. All right, Joe, put that on your calendar. If you're Please. Now, right now, <laughs> put us on your calendar. But he's yeah. like, there's no way I'm coming back. <laughs> That's what we said about all our guests. I know. They're not coming back. Yeah, we did, though. We've had two returners, though. We've had a lot of returners. Three. So Harper has been back. Nikki B. and Mary Jo. Mary Jo. Bracey. Kevin Bracey's been yes, back. Yes, Dwight. Dwight's been back. We so, see. So some people like us. Yeah, we're okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. you guys like, will... Maybe they like one of us, yeah. not the other. Oh. They like one, they tolerate the other. Okay. So they like me and they tolerate you. That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I can accept that. So, okay. Anyways, everybody uh, enjoy yes. this next episode with Joe Davidson from the Sack Beat. See ya. See ya. Now it is time. Now it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Combine. Character Combine. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, you ready? When he goes beyond the scoreboard, the scoreboard coaches, coaches, I want you to have the type of voice, type of voice that your athletes will hear decades later and still recognize the leadership that you hold in their life. Get this thing, get this thing started. Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto. And I am Deb McCollum. And today's guest is is definitely no uh, no um, stranger to the Character Combine. He is Sacramento B senior staff writer Joe Davidson. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. Good to see you guys. Yes, thank you for uh, coming in here. We know you're busy, so we definitely appreciate your time and uh, your willingness to be here. Yeah, It's, it's good to be here. Um, love the uh, character combine thing. I remember going up there and speaking to a full class or full auditorium. Right. And usually uh, Jason Harper would say, hey, can you just talk about the highs and lows of social media? And I'd always say, hey, who, who wants to go to college? 500 hands raise up. And 
who who wants to uh, get a summer job? Five hundred hands go up. Hey, who who's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? All the same hands go up. And who? How many of you have acted like an idiot? Right? <laughs> and half the hands go up. And yeah. the whole point being, hey, you know, social media could be a great thing, but you could really right. look like a clown right. by f-bombing uh, racial stuff or undertones or retweeting something say so you got to be smart yeah. and and the, the theme i always used to pump is um if you're not mature enough to handle that at your age mm-hmm. then maybe you're not mature enough to be playing in college wow. because right, college recruiters will will look for somebody else they'll find right. somebody else There's plenty of people out there right. uh and they don't want to have they don't want to have a child on their roster who mm-hmm. can't handle right social exactly media. right well, we've talked about it multiple times. Yeah. We have one episode dedicated, you know, specifically to social media, but it seems like every episode it, we're always touching on it somehow because yeah. it's a, it's a huge deal. And you know, not to get too far off track, but yeah. I bring it up all the time. But Josh Hader, the the reliever for the Brewers last year, he I believe his tweet was when he was fourteen or fifteen years old, years ago. He was getting ready to pitch in the All Star game, and they said, "Hey, look at this." And then all of a sudden, it just kind of sent his world into a spiral wow. from something he tweeted years ago. Right. And whether it was right or wrong, or you know, obviously the mm-hmm. stuff he tweeted was not right. But you know, whether someone grows out of it, they still have that tweet, and not everybody's looking out for your best interest. So you know, they can screenshot that and then hold it until you're, you know, you make it to a higher level. So right. it's crazy. Social media is just a weird yeah. thing. <laughs> and and you know, social media is totally different than, you know, I'm older than than you two, but it's so much different in the last just five years. Yeah. And. Uh, there was a great running back, um, Whittington Graves, um, from Grant about five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Nice kid, good student, good citizen, hard-charging running back, and he tracked me down after a practice at Grant and said, Joe D, Joe D, can you take a look at my Twitter? I'm on Twitter now, and what do you think? <laughs> and so he shows me his, his phone, and I see his profile, and I said, are you serious? And he goes, what? And I said, it says, you know, just a nigga from the Heights – trying to get out and F mm. this and F this. I said, I said, I know you're not that kind of guy. Wow. You come across right. as angry and all that. And yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's how we talk. I said, that's not how a recruiter wants to hear you talk. Sure. Yeah. And right. I, I know what kind of character you are. You're a good person. Your coach right. pr- praises you. I said, you know, well, what should I do? I said, well, put DeAndre. I said, put your first name, your last name. Uh, Grant High School, class of 2011, whatever right. it might sure. be. Um, your GPA and put your huddle film. Well, that's kind of boring. I said, well, that's, you know, you want to move on. That's what they want. That's all yeah. they want. <laughs> Someone's yeah. good and boring. There you go. I right. mean, you know, there you, you know, you're trying to promote yourself or something. So, right. um, you know, um, and he, he did. Um, and I think he went on to play at a small school somewhere. But, um, you know, it's like don't, you know, somebody who doesn't understand that kind of quote-unquote silly talk is not going to understand. Right. 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 And, exactly. you know, yeah. you don't want to derail yourself. Right. And just trying to get a summer job or an internship or a scholarship or a partial scholarship because the recruiter says, yeah, I don't, I don't like his profile. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think social media is always a huge topic. Just with, We just talked about yesterday when I had um, Mary Jo and Nikki B on that. Mm-hmm. That came up very quickly and we were talking about that for a while. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a teacher at Sheldon, so I try. we try to tell our kids you can't the way you're talking right now like you can't this is a professional environment you can't talk that way here you know go you know when you're with your alone time and with your friends like that's kind of different but so we try to teach our athletes and students too like you're in a professional environment so mm-hmm. and some of them act your age right yeah well don't act your age actually <laughs> right and, right and, and look the part yeah. of being right mis- you know responsible yeah. and uh you know and if you think about 
your age and Coach Mary Joe Truesdale, there's a there's a, a, a generation gap, but it still rings the, the, mm -hmm. the same. Right. And somebody like Mary Joe, who's the longtime championship softball coach at at Sheldon, um, just the epitome of class mm -hmm. and results. You know, nobody's saying, "Hey, you can't have fun. Right. Just be responsible." Yeah. And these high school kids sometimes don't fully recognize or realize or comprehend that you're representing your school, yeah. sometimes your town, mm -hmm. uh, your family, mm -hmm. and your alums. So, so be, you know, right. be mature on right. that. And it seems like, you know, some of the upper tier programs, Sheldon softball, Sheldon basketball, um, Colfax, various sports, um, Elk Grove football, Folsom football, Oak Ridge football, they don't get into trouble on social media because I think right. their coaches really set the tone and say, we are watching, so is everybody else, and if you want to get yourself booted right. from a game or whatever, like meaning coach will sideline you, then keep up the bad behavior. Right. And so most of them, they seem to do a pretty good job right. of, yeah. of keeping it clean. Yeah. It doesn't have to be boring. You just don't, don't uh, initiate a firestorm yeah. out of immaturity. Right. Well, I think some, I think some uh, parents and fans probably need to go to some of those schools <laughs> yeah. and learn from them, man. We, typically, we do some warm-up questions, but I feel like we just need to keep that, going with this yeah, because let's go. Let's just we have going. a lot of questions revolving yep. around social media. So I imagine, because how many years have you been a journalist? I've been, um, I've been at the Sacramento Bee since 1988, okay. and for four years before that, I was at the Davis Enterprise. So okay. I started when I was like three years old. Yeah, <laughs> ten years. Very old. nice. That's, yeah. what, that's what I was gonna guess. Yeah. Way before the internet. <laughs> And yeah. way before right. social media, so yeah. we've evolved through the times, wow. and you're gonna kind of roll with it. I think right. social media is great. Sure, um, mm -hmm. I have you a, do a great I have job. A, on I have a nice following on Facebook yeah. and on Twitter, and I appreciate that, Josh. And it's um, it's a great way to um, engage in conversation, mm -hmm. to post stories. Whether we do something on yeah. the history of the Sacramento Kings draft, some real clunkers, some good ones, some you get people to talk about it. Mm -hmm. uh, I did a story a couple months ago on the real shortage of high school um, officials, referees, and umpires, and right. talk to Mike Pereira, so the people will talk about that. Oh, that's great. Uh, anytime you talk about um, you know um, what's going on with transfers or recruiting, uh, you know, the, you know, controversy with a coach who gets suspended or, or, or is on some kind of administrative leave, there's always discussion there, even rankings, um, talking about, uh, you know, why it's hard to get scholarships. There's a lot of talking points, right. and everybody's got a, you know, a lot of people have opinions. Some of uh, some people could be pretty um, ruthless and cutthroat yeah. on yes. social media. We're talking bit. about that off the air, and how <laughs> yeah. you handle that too. Yeah, yeah. well, I, it's funny because everything you just mentioned, I can think of stories that you've written um, this past you know school year that applies. I mean, I think of uh, the issue that came up with Folsom High School's football team, and um, you know coaches feeling like maybe they should be on their own <laughs> and not in their league you have um uh some stuff i saw recently that you were dealing with of uh, parents not being pleased with how you were covering the team so i imagine you know since you've been doing your job social media is probably the biggest thing and probably sometimes the most frustrating thing that's changed with your profession right oh yeah it's uh it's 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 a great thing uh but it also to me social media really helps expose who the idiots really are <laughs> and whether it's on politics yeah. or race or religion yeah. or sports um and you see all these comment threads on facebook and you know it's a perfect way to show you know you could have a good argument 
sure. see if you're well-spoken, yeah. see if you're grammatically correct, and then you see some of the blithering idiots, and they've just got run-on sentences and just, you know, when there's <laughs> a, the a, a cop shooting, oh. um, uh, you know, like like that we've seen across the country, including here in Sacramento, some people will get on Facebook and celebrate it mm-hmm. and say, well, they deserve it. You know, that's, and you could see kind of a mentality there. Right. And, you know, why, you were talking to me off the off the air, Josh, about some, some people from Christian Brothers, probably fans. Um, yeah. And they just unloaded, uh, you know, Joe Davidson doesn't cover, Christian Brothers never does, hates our school. You know, wah, 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 you know, rid- rid- ridiculous. Right, and, sure. And you, what's funny, which is kind of twisted funny, is a lot of people will hit like or retweet because I like to stir it up. Sure. And yeah. <laughs> um, then the Christian yeah. Brothers football coach, one of them came out, Tom Price, says, hey, as a longtime coach, we, you know, we could verify you've done a great co- job and thank you. And, and, you know, we're not looking for that validation, but sure. um, we're always in media, you're, you're, you're fair and you're ripe for critique as long as it's fair. Right. Um, and so I responded to a couple of guys and said, hey, um, you know, here's some of the stories that we've done. You know, three game stories last year, all losses. I don't sure. know what that means, but right. and then a big profile on, yeah. on a football player, uh, Spencer Webb is out of Oregon, and one of those guys who was ripping away wrote back on a on a tweet said, "Hey, these were great. I didn't see these. You know, mm. he po- kind of pulled back. Mm. You know, so you know, so you get some of those. And yeah. um, but w- when you, you know, you're human, and and I never like to be. I mean, I'll bristle when somebody says you're lazy, you're out of touch, you know, you don't know what you're doing. Mm. Yeah. You know, I don't know about that. Um, right, right. But if somebody wants to ask a fair question, hey, how come, how come so much coverage on Folsom football? It's just too much. And well, is it really? I mean, that's the premier program in Northern California, right. not named De La Salle. Right, absolutely. Um, right. And top players, good coaches, championship results, state championship. You, you got to cover. It's but you also, to, right. I mean, we, like. I think last season we covered the season opener, Folsom at De La Salle, no-brainer. And then we covered um, the following week, Jesuit versus Folsom, or Sackby, number one versus number two, and then didn't cover them for about six weeks. Hmm. Um, because knowing we're going to really cover them throughout the playoffs, and it gives us a chance to go bounce around other areas. Right. So we still have roundups that would run in print or in sackby.com. Mm-hmm. But you have to keep an eye on your best, just like Sheldon softball, Sheldon boys basketball, you know, right. Del Oro football. It's, right. it's, you know, you try to – sometimes we're a one-man gang and you do the best you can. And right. You were talking, Josh, about a story you did last fall and a lot of this <coughs> – excuse me, Sierra Foothill League coaches um, went on record. I appreciated them and said, we think Folsom's become too good. And some coaches said they win unnaturally, meaning they felt like they have an inordinate amount of transfers. Not true. Mm-hmm. They have sure. a lot of incoming freshmen who come from wherever, but that's right. that's legal. Right. Um, but right. the bulk of Folsom football is built on the youth program and the kids in that community. Right. Um, but it made a good story because these coaches story. had yeah. something to say. Right. Sure. <laughs> and I told them, I said, I want to talk 30 minutes off the record. I mean, we, you know, if I have something to say, let's, let's talk about it. Right. And – um, you know, it, uh, it was a good topic. I, th- I thought it was, I don't agree with it. I think the best way they can handle, uh, Folsom is just get better. Right. Yeah. Right. And Folsom's a public school. Yeah. Right. You know, we think about right. one thing that one great part about Sacramento, um, in my 30 plus years doing this is the region in high school sports is not dominated by pri- uh, private schools mm-hmm. in the Bay area, overwhelmingly dominated by private schools, De La Salle, 
uh, St. Francis of Mountain View, Bellarmine, Sarah, Southern California, modern day, Bosco, San Diego, just overwhelmingly. Right. Sacramento, we have some really good private schools, Capital Christian, Jesuit, Christian Brothers. That's it. There's three. Yeah. And if you think about the whole Sac Joaquin section, then maybe St. Mary's and Modesto Christian. Sure. But a lot of our heavies in sports across the board, including your school at Sheldon, right. are public schools. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you, you, you know, the B hides evidence that, you know, is, is enabling and protecting. And, uh, you know, there's so much proof of illegal transfers and coaches lying and cheating. So let's see it. Right. Or forward it to your athletic director and principal. Sure. It's just a lot of rumors and speculation. Right. Trust me, if there was a lot of bad dealings going on, we would, we would report on it. Right, absolutely. And uh, part of that reporting would include the, the Sac Joaquin section and the CIF, the governing bodies, um, hammering on those programs. And every once in a while it happens. Sheldon Boys Basketball right. seven years ago was mm -hmm. hit with sanctions. Mm -hmm. um, players were transferring in, and it wasn't the coach – Joey Rawlings, mm -hmm. it was parents. Mm -hmm. And I even got parents on the record who said, we were wrong. Sure. Mm -hmm. We were talking to a kid from another school during right. summer league and say, hey, why don't you come to our school? Uh. Yeah. The intent <laughs> yeah. was noble, but you can't huh. do that. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, I've heard the same thing. Oh, Mary Jo's out there recruiting. I said, really? Is yeah. she driving a bus, <laughs> driving through neighborhoods, hopping? No. She's just a lot of programs kind of recruit themselves. That's what she yeah. does. Yeah. Free Golfing, time. that's exactly right. And yeah. signing autographs and doing selfies. Yeah. So. Right. Man, well, it's crazy. It's, it's yeah. something I have images in my notes here. And I feel like I feel like you, could, you would know better, but I feel like these two thoughts kind of go hand in hand. You do get a lot of, at least I know, it's a lot of parents on social media. Maybe they're saying something to you or saying something to coaches or programs. It's, there's, they're always saying something. A lot of times it's, it's negative stuff saying, hey, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? And I feel like that feeds into this idea of athlete entitlement. Where it's, mm. And you can see where it, you can kind of follow the rabbit trail and say, okay, these athletes kind of seem entitled. Mm. And then you see their parents' Twitter feed or Instagram or Facebook. It's like, well, it makes sense because their parents are out there yelling at people saying, hey, why, why isn't my kid getting mm -hmm. this or why isn't it getting that? And I feel like social media, as good as it is, can also be that negative thing where it just feeds into that athlete entitlement. I don't, I don't know. What do you think? I, I totally agree. And that's where social media could be a, a, a plus or a negative. Right. Uh, I've told kids I've, at the Character Combine, I've told yeah. coaches and, and student athletes, say, hey, you know, promote your team, promote yourself, but, but be thorough. If you win a right. game, celebrate, take pictures, but you lose a game, don't just disappear. Right. You know? Right. I mean, you guys still post the results. I mean, there's life lessons in yeah. that. It just looks so right. self-serving to only do it one way. Right. And parents, you know, we know parents mean well for their kids. Mm -hmm. We also know Absolutely. that parents get overboard. And right. whether it's Little League or <laughs> middle school right. or high school. Yeah. And, you know, for parents to blame referees or blame the coaches or blame the media, that's enough. Right. Enough. Right. Well, and I feel like it affects their, the athlete's competitive mindset because it, it creates right. this, this, I guess, standard of saying, be competitive, but sometimes – it's not your fault. Right. It's sometimes, oh, this was unfair. So you lost, but it really wasn't your fault. It's like, right. it, 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 I think right. it ruins and cripples an athlete's competitive edge and their competitive, competitive I, I think mentality. that's more than fair. And, and I think we're also in a society where people love to cast blame. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, when I did that story on the, the shortage of referees across the country mm -hmm. and people are not doing high school or youth sports officiating, refereeing, mm -hmm. because they're fed up with the abuse yeah. of parents, whether yeah. it's assault or just this nonstop verbal right. onslaught. And, you know, think about it. If mm -hmm. I've gone to – I could go to a Sheldon boys basketball game, mm -hmm. powerhouse. Mm -hmm. The Sheldon fans are convinced the referees are out to get them. Mm -hmm. They're up by 30. Right. 
No, they don't <laughs> have to pay. And you could go yeah. across the other side of the gym, right. and let's say Sheldon's playing Elk Grove, and those fans are convinced the referee's out to get them. Same right. at a Folsom football game. Right. I've heard assistant coaches from Folsom football slam their, their, their hand on a, on a table and say, the referees are out to screw us because they're wow. tired of us. Really? Wow. You really believe that? Yeah. But then uh-uh. if, if the three of us were to zip over to some happy hour after this and, and we're watching a game on TV, it won't yeah. take long before we say, oh, can you believe that call? It just, we're just kind of ingrained right. into the totally. social fabric that the referees are the bad guys. They're right. not. Right. Right. Now, totally. there are some referees who, who could be rogue, you know, a little right. bit of ego, but um, this right. blame game, right. you know, and getting back to, you know, the parents' expectations, um, done stories on this over the years. There's, and you would know, um, mm-hmm. there's between 1% and 2% of, uh, national studies show that 1% to 2% of high school student athletes in this country receive a scholarship. Mm-hmm. It's that hard. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's wow. that hard. And a lot of teams' parents only see their kid. They don't right. know about the talent right. pool in the Bay Area. Mm. Or Orange County, or yeah. San Diego, right. or LA, not to mention all the other states. Right. So it's right. hard yeah. to move on. Right. And, um, you know, and right. I, you know, I, I get calls every year or text messages or voicemails. Hey, you know, um, we're looking to move our kid, for, um, play girls basketball, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm rolling my eyes as I'm on the phone or reading the email. And I'll write, so where do, where do you live now? I live in Greenhaven. Well, Kennedy High School's right there. Go yep. to that school. Sure. Yeah. Go to your, you know, well, we're in El Dorado Hills. And said, go to Oak Ridge. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right. Go yeah. to the school that's right there. Right. right. That's uh, right. not always the case. It's kind of old school. Right. Um, right. And we were talking earlier that incoming freshmen are the new wave where, you know, high right. school rules stipulate you could go to any school you want as an incoming freshman. Mm. Not that the, a bus is going to pick you up every time. Right. But right. when it right. gets bad is when people bounce from school to school to school. Right. You guys did a yeah. you did a podcast with Max Preps uh, not too long ago. You and uh, yes. um, not Joey uh, Steve, Steve Steve Montoya, and you guys talked about that. It was a great it was a great episode, but how um, you know it's just it's kind of the expectation. It's like I need to go to the, the biggest and best program rather mm-hmm. than staying local at the school that if you're good. Community. Yeah, as you know, you guys both play high school sports. Yeah. Um, she was better than me. She I'm was, okay yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. She told me <laughs> off the air. She's much better. Oh, oh she's <laughs> told me on air. It's okay. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, if you're good. You'll get recognized. You'll yeah. get found. Right. Somebody will find you right. because um, with technology now, huddle film, um, internet, um, the first thing the colleges are going to look for is they want to see your transcripts. Mm-hmm. What kind of grades do you have? Can you qualify? Right. If right. you can't, they're going to move on. Right. Right. Then they're going to take a look at. Um, they want to see height and weight and skills. They'd like to see a video clip, whether it's a softball player, a football player, basketball, track and field. They don't care about stats, and they don't right. care about schedule. They don't have time to look yeah. at that. So whenever I hear from a parent, you know, oh, the coach said they might give him a scholarship, but, you know, but he's got to score a lot of points this week in a game. No, he didn't. No. That's the, <laughs> right. You're lying right. to me, lady. Right. That, that right. is or not. Or someone's lying to you. Somebody's <laughs> yanking your chain. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And that's why the junior colleges – in this state are bursting at the seams yeah. forever with mm-hmm. you go out to a Sac City football practice or Sac City baseball or Sierra College something or Kasumnes River sure American River um, the rosters I mean just whoa those are the kids who might have been overlooked or just right. weren't there yet emotionally or physically uh, and so there's a lot of right. terrific athletes and um, oh, and I sure. always like to tell people hey take what fits the best everybody wants to go d1 d1 right. i want to get a, and kids love to get recruited 
Right. And some kids like to get recruited more than maybe actually playing, right. which shows you oh about their gosh, ego. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. You know, all my offers and, you know, this and that. And then we've done stories on this, too, where, you know, the role of the walk-on. And mm -hmm. there's so much pressure on kids to get us going. Where are you going, man? Where are you going? And, mm -hmm. and doesn't mm -hmm. sign anywhere. Mm -hmm. And he becomes a walk-on. There's no shame in that, sure. You know, right. but but they they right. feel the pressure that, geez, yeah. you know, I, I feel like a fa you're not a failure, right? You know, yeah, that's right. um, you're a failure only if you quit, <laughs> and right. you blame everybody else. Right. But I remember Marco Baldacino, great all-metro quarterback at Oak Ridge, and he's undersized, great athlete, but not the biggest guy. Mm -hmm. And he walked on at. Um, I can't even remember. I think it was Northern Arizona, and he was very honest because there was so much pressure. I was just, I just needed to go somewhere. Mm. And then he bounced back to American River College, <laughs> and he said, I, "I never thought I'd be there." I mean, mm. I, like as a step down, it's not a step down. He right. goes, "This is a great spot for me." Yeah. Sure. And some of these guys wind up at small colleges, Southern yeah. Oregon and Ashland, Oregon, right. or uh, Division three school in Southern California. Hey, man, it doesn't, you know, you, you're just on a smaller radar but but right. you still have a chance to be a student athlete right, right. that's the yeah. important part is that you get you get an education like the, that's what we try to tell our girls at least at you know sheldon for sheldon softball and i was gonna add earlier um i don't know about the other sports i do know that softball at least right now we try we when the parents get on us about scholar you know scholarships we're like you don't there is like no there aren't any scouts at high school softball games it is all travel teams right you got to go to your travel team. This is just like practice for them yeah. <laughs> being on the high school team. I know like yeah. it's different with like maybe football or boys basketball or, or yes. whatnot have you. So every sport is different. Right. But that is something that I had learned throughout the years at least that because when I was in high school and I graduated 13 years ago, it was it was like and I was I'm from the Central Valley. It was like, oh, on your high school team, like that's where you can get a scholarship. It's not. So, but now it's so different these days to where. Um, yeah, all of our girls know that. But a girl can, you can have a sophomore in Sheldon softball, yep. let's say, and um, and she just becomes a good player. Mm -hmm. And somebody's going to talk about her and mention her and, and yeah. you know, uh, video clips and all that. Right. And then she, then once the summer travel thing, then yeah. they're all over her. Um, yeah. yep. But football is definitely is an in-season right, right, right. thing. Um, and you're right, you know, nobody's handing out scholarship during a practice or yeah. during a game. and. It's the message I think we all want to convey is to parents and boosters and fans or whatever, just enjoy the game. Yeah. I always think that, you know, people who complain about the officiating, they complain about the coaching, they complain about the media coverage, they're just right. mad. They come to the game right. mad. Right. Hey, why don't you take your kid and your complaining other half <laughs> and go to the Shriners Hospital and go talk yeah. to these kids wow. who are burn victims, wow. who don't have any legs, and oh. they do anything to go out and run and play. Maybe you'll change your perspective a wow. little bit. You know, and that's just uh, be happy, be right. fortunate with the perspective that your right. kid is on a team. Right. Oh, my gosh. You know, and um, that's so right. lost. And, you know, right. and we're piling on a little bit here, but right. the there's a lot of good parents mm -hmm. and a Absolutely. lot of good fans. Yeah. We know about um, them, yeah. And they, 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 um, they're the majority. But it only takes a couple of uh, complaining voices to kind of just sully up a whole you know, the right. whole LeVar ball type of thing. Um, <laughs> we've all been to sure. sporting events yeah. where yeah, yeah, yeah. it only takes one complaining mm -hmm. mouth behind the backstop rah, 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 that, mm -hmm. that makes, oh, those Sheldon fans are terrible. Mm, maybe that one person is, right. but not all of them. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think just overall for a whole sports season, a certain story can kind of overshadow a whole season, right? So right. I remember certain years, I couldn't tell you, I don't know what year this happened, but I couldn't tell you any other sports 
related thing that happened that year in Sacramento, but I can tell you that I remember when Del Campo and Yuba City, I believe, had that had that fight. I think a pitcher threw at the first base. That's coach. right. I believe it was. I don't. I hope that was right. Five or six years ago. Right. I couldn't tell you anything else about that whole season. I remember that moment. That's I exactly remember, right. Uh, Davis High School soccer team had. I think he headbutted the refs. Yeah, in a section playoff game, what? if not the section final. I couldn't tell you anything else, but like you said. Unfortunately, wow. sometimes those negative things overshadow all of the amazing right. things. So I remember that. I'll give you another one. 1998 or 1999, Davis High School in Yolo County was playing in a section championship game in basketball at Orca Arena. Yeah. And I can't tell you anything else about that team, but I just remember that there was a Davis player who took his elbow and he, he just yanked it hard right to the throat of a vintage of Napa player. Dropped him. Wow. And a referee stopped the game, threw him out of the play, out of the game, threw the player, the Davis player, out of the game. the The kid's dad is a lawyer, and he came charging out of the stands, uh, and no. got up to the scores table and was, you know, I'm going to get a court injunction on high school sports. And then they showed the replay on the, uh, the jumbotron, no. and they showed it in, in slow motion, and that father completely, his whole expression just melted. He goes, and he said, "I'm sorry," and he walked away. Oh. Wow. But that's what you remember. I can't even remember who won the game. See, that's what oh I'm saying. Gosh. It's so unfortunate because right. so many great things, great things happen right. throughout the And season. that's not reflective of Davis and it's no, good no, no, program over the years. But, I mean, just one bad. Right. You know, in this past year, this past fall, um, was an inordinate and troubling amount of football in-game fighting and brawls mm. and throughout yeah. the whole Sack Joaquin section. Right. And we did some stories on that where, you know, Grant – High school in Whitney got into a big brawl. Uh, there was El Camino against somebody, and they stopped it in the first quarter. Mm. Um, okay, it's a it's a large school city problem. No, down in the southern part of the Sac Joaquin section, small towns, Hillmore, Denaire, Gusty, yeah. there were fights down there. It's just yep. one of those, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And right. so I got a hold of some of my reporter friends from the Bay Area and Southern California said, no fights this year. Be very so. It's not a mm. statewide thing. It right. was a it was an unusual. Right. It was just a it was. But that's what you remember. Yeah. It's just so unfortunate. Right. So, so we will. Okay, so we're gonna switch it a little bit because I feel like it has been, you know, focused unfortunately on the negative. Boo side on social, parents. Yeah, <laughs> no social media. Boo on social media. Uh, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll switch it for more of a positive thing because we are curious. Is we you know we've like we said, you've been at the combine multiple years. Um, you're recognized in this area. In fact, I think you gave out for multiple years. You would give out the player, coach, and I think inspirational. Yeah. Work, uh, at the yeah, those combine. were fun. Those were fun. So. You're kind of in that same vein. As a journalist, what has been your favorite sports story as far as prep sports that you've ever written? Oh. Or uh, it's, it's kind of tough. It's like picking your favorite album. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be a Rolling song. Stones you album. You have like 50 oh, children. you got to pick your favorite. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> uh, Jeff Carlson, longtime baseball coach at Elk Grove. He's, He's now retired. Winner, yeah. Yes. And he was one of our Coach of the Year winners. Yes. And it was kind of a career thing. And the real inspiration with him was his wife, um, yes, Karen. And yeah, good. here she's she's in a wheelchair, mm -hmm. and she's a multiple survivor of breast cancer, wow. so a true champion. Right. And a couple of times, Coach Carlson said, "Hey, I'll step down as the football coach and the, and, and the baseball coach to help." You don't no, you will not. Aww. Karen said, and she's the boss, and yeah. those kids <laughs> those kids need you, including our own boys, wow. Tanner and and Dylan. Uh, Tanner's now in, on baseball scholarship at Long Beach State, and wow. Dylan was a first round pick in 2016 with a. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals, wow. and she yep. said, you need to be there for them. Wow. And just their, just their, um, I mean, it was just very genuine. And, wow. and, and stories about how he would, as she was, um, she had some kind of mysterious illness that 
caused her to lose her legs, to uh, um, her function of her legs. And she talked through tears about how her husband Jeff, this big burly championship coach, barks at referees and, you know, this night's a great heart. Yeah. And he would push her around the track. Wow. To get, you know, and and how her sons, without being told, would hustle over to make sure they – they could wheel her into a, a spot at the game, and wow. uh, and I, I, I every time I run into her, I give her a hug. Wow. I think she's a uh, a sweetheart. Um, so you know, people like that. Um, I did a profile on Joey Rawlings, the basketball coach at Sheldon High School, mm-hmm. the boys coach, um, a couple years ago, and just and he grew up in Canada, mm-hmm. in, in ice cold hockey country, yeah. and he wanted to <laughs> play basketball, hockey. and he looked anywhere to find a hoop yeah. that didn't have a frozen net, yeah. and. He's a relentless, hardworking guy. Um, so we got to learn his story a little bit. Yeah. Um, the, I, work, uh, I work with Joey. He's great. He's, he's, he's terrific. I always, we, everyone who works with him has nothing but nice things yeah. to say about him. He's awesome. Guy Anderson, uh, one of my favorite yeah. guys, uh, yeah, yeah. truly. And did a story on him just not too long ago. He's 86 years old. I think that was leading my story. I said, you know, Guy Anderson is 86. I said, uh, but how can that be? I was I shocked mean, he when just, I read that. He just yeah. bounces with right. so, you know, so much enthusiasm. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, a 45-year career at Cordova as a baseball coach, and then gets fired one day. Yeah, and which is a cautionary tale that if Guy Anderson could get fired just because they wanted to go in a different direction, yeah, and the root of that is they had a couple parents who just got fed up with him, oh, and right. that means anybody mm-hmm. can be let go. And so he landed at Capital Christian as assistant coach, likes his role there, and. He was a fun story. I've known him for so long, and his wife Karen's a real hero uh, in that house. Um, yeah. And she's younger than than um, Guy, about ten or fifteen years old, uh, fifteen years old younger. And she had a great quote. She said that um, you know when they first started going out some twenty five years ago, she said, "Look, I'll learn to like baseball. I'll learn to <laughs> keep score. Yeah. Uh, I'll be your number one fan." Yeah. She goes, "But you will take yoga with me. <laughs> you will learn to appreciate wine, and and we will we will go bike riding." And I said, well, what would you tell him? He goes, I had to say yes. I don't know anything about <laughs> yoga and, uh, and wine. All that. So now awesome. they spend some That's of their great. summers. I'll bet right now Guy Anderson and his wife Karen are probably bicycling in some vineyard in Michigan, <laughs> and they're going to go catch a single-A baseball game. Wow. That's uh, awesome. And so That's you learn cool. about people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of the best stories are the, are the people. Sure. Um, there was a kid, uh, Spencer Webb, uh, all-metro, sack B, tight end, full scholarship guy to – Oregon State, he's getting ready for sophomore year. He's probably going to be an NFL guy. Mm-hmm. And his uh, parents bailed on him when he was young. He had a, uh, an older brother who took him in and said, you need to buckle down. And he channeled that slight, that loss of love into mm-hmm. from his parents, lack of parents, into being something. And, you know, so you learn about him. Uh, right. So there's a lot of those guys. Mike Albergini, the longtime Grant football yeah. coach, wow. is a, an incredible person, been in, uh, in that yep. district for 50 years. Um, he's a crusty old white guy dealing with a lot of Polynesians and Samoans and African-Americans, but they love him. And wow. he's, oh, he's yeah. pretty much deemed too important to disappoint. Uh, but he also gets a lot of heat. You know, a lot of fans out there want him fired every year for 30 years. You know, right. that's just kind of the impatience. Uh, so there's a lot of um, every time I talk to Mary Joe Tuesday, oh, there's something big picture and what's going on. And you want know, to do player of the year stories. You're curious about who these players are right. and what they're about and right. what right. their families are about. And right. um, 
it um i still think i have the best job in town i, I like it I, I come up with my own stories there's yeah. there's nice. there's it too many like stories yeah. to, i can't keep on top of them all yeah. but um there's a lot of uh so the best thing about you know whether it's the kings or high schools or colleges right. you know the best part of the stories are the people yeah i yeah. think so too yeah i think that um at the end of the day well and we talk about a lot here on this podcast at the end of the day athletes coaches um, you know, whoever it just boils down to, like, what kind of person are you? Yeah. yeah. Like, who are you as a person? And just, you know, I think we think that that's the most important part. Yeah. In, in all the yeah. all levels of coaching, I think the most critical, whether it's the professional ranks, college ranks, or high school, the most critical level is high school. Yeah. I mean, Mary Jo Truesdale, or Guy Anderson, or Joey Rawlings, or any of these people, Mike Albergini, um, have a more profound impact on the people that they're coaching and mentoring yeah. and tutoring and uh, you know all that right. more than a college or an nfl or an nba yeah right. i mean that's more of a supervision thing yeah but in high school you're really helping these people yeah uh, discipline structure uh, mm-hmm. accountability yep. mm-hmm. you know a pat on the back when they need it mm-hmm. um for a high school coach you know mary joe she could make a kid feel as big as my thumb if she unloads on them, you right. know, the lazy. But a pat on the back and a hug from Mary Jo, wow. I mean, that's, yeah. right. you know, it means a lot for a kid. Yeah. You oh, see yeah. a lot of these kids, and they may look tough, yeah. and they look tough in their pictures and their right. scowl and all that. But inside, yeah. they want to be coached. They're desperate to yeah. have a coaching figure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like being a second parent when you're yeah. coaching these kids. And oh, they need sure. this. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Well, yeah. that's why, I mean, you've been to the combine multiple times. The majority, we, we say all levels, all sports, but really – the majority of people that have attended the event and the majority of people that listen to this are high school coaches because mm-hmm. we believe it's it's so crucial yeah. oh, young yeah. athletes development and i i yeah. i could relate to high school coaches because yeah. it's you never know what's going to happen tomorrow right. um you're always next to your phone um yeah um you, you're you're dealing with expectations of parents um you know and it's um it's every day right. you know i tell people hey uh eight day work weeks and all that but it's much like coaches and teachers it's a great job there's value yeah. in it and right. um you know so that's uh I, I and a lot of the coaches will say you know the assistant coaches will say the best job in coaching is the assistant coach yeah. you, you can <laughs> coach your people right. you, you know your position right yeah. and then you can go home you don't have to worry about fundraising right. grade yeah. checks eligibility concerns you don't have to worry about the any politics of, that. of it all oh, yeah geez. politics part yeah. Is hard. but yeah. some people yeah. you know joe catalic who's been on this podcast and yeah. Mary Joe, they they are meant to be head coaches. They're good at right. what they do. That's what they, they, do. Do. What they do. Right. And yeah. they don't want to be assistant coaches, and that's yeah. not an ego thing. They're right, just right, right. they're just natural leaders. Yeah. Some people have yeah. shoulders that are built for that yeah. Yeah. pressure, sure. and some people aren't. It's not a bad. Michael right, Bergini right. is a you know, and, and Casey Taylor, those are head coaches. Wow. Yeah. Right. Not yeah. not assistant coaches. Right. Not an ego thing. Joey right. Rawlings. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're are exceptional head coaches. Yeah. Right. And then we have these. There's an army, you know, scores of longtime assistant coaches who've done it for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. They're totally content being the yeah. assistant coach. Guy Anderson never thought he could be an assistant coach. Right. Mm-hmm. And when he came to Capital Christian, Nelson Randolph's the head coach, he goes, I'm okay. Oh, I can do this. Nice. That's awesome. More bike riding, yoga, and, and <laughs> wine tasting wine in the summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so something you mentioned uh, kind of got me thinking because Casey Taylor, he's been a guest on our on our podcast, and that was yeah. another great him, Joe. I mean, all Mary, Joe, right. they've all been great guests. But something that Casey mentioned, that I want to see what your thoughts are, is he and he's mentioned this at those uh, coaches' breakfasts that they do at the beginning of the season. He said he's concerned because there aren't that many 
young coaches that are coming up through mm -hmm. the ranks. So you said it seems like for whatever reason, if they're just not interested, if they're not willing to take on the pressure of being the head coach, he's like, it's just, it's concerning because there aren't that many young coaches. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't want to put you on the spot, but are there maybe a couple of young coaches that are out there right now that are coaching in the Sacramento area that are just doing a great job and that are kind of giving like a bright future to Oh yeah, there's quite a few. And you know, to piggyback on Coach Taylor's theme, uh, yeah. he's right. But you know, it's, I remember doing a big B story, Sacramento B story in 1999. So 20 years ago, that was the same theme. And I talked to the teaching credential program leaders at, mm -hmm. at Sac State and said, we are trying to get yeah. people to get into teaching and coaching. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them want to teach, and, um, but they don't necessarily want to be a coach mm -hmm. um, because it is time-consuming. Um, yeah. But some young coaches, you know, you know, Joey Montoya at Placer, He's been around for like 15 years, so how young is he? But, I mean, he looks like he's 25. <laughs> I don't think he's ever aged. Every yeah. time I see him, it's like it's, And it's he was a head guy. coach at 24 years old or so. And Casey yeah. Taylor was one of those young guru coaches. Um, Chris Horner is a younger coach at uh, Casa Roble. And, We're and trying to get him good. on, so that's oh, been a difficult one to schedule. Coach Horner, if you hear that, we want you on. He's really good. And what he he's did awesome. last season uh, when the Paradise High School, yes. the town, burned down, right. And he was one of the area coaches. Uh, he was a proponent, uh, a real leader, and said, let's help these people. Let's send them right. an invitation. They sent yeah. money up there that they'd run through fundraisers. They had him come yeah. down as guest of honor. Right. I mean, there's a guy who gets it. Absolutely. Um, he's a great guy. Yeah. And, and, and Jeff Walters is a young coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he's a Deloro High School graduate. Um, got his coaching start on uh, Casey Taylor at Deloro. And then he becomes a head coach down in the Bay Area, Liberty High School in Brentwood. Mm -hmm. And then Casey leaves, comes over to Castle Ro uh, to Capital Christian, and Dan Gaeldo, the principal at Del Oro, we got to find a coach. This is a big job, and they found a, a young coach. Um, he he he's been there for two seasons, uh, one section final, one section oh, championship, got wow. to the state bowl last year, with a lot of pressure on That's him. Crazy. Not easy to replace yeah. Casey Taylor, no, um, and all. does it his way. Wow. Um, you know, got a community that's on him a little bit. That's the, the nature of the beast. Um, another good young coach is uh, Paul Doherty over at uh, Folsom. Was the head coach at uh, Sac High. Elevated them to record heights. Um, went up to Whitney and then became the assistant coach strength and conditioning at Folsom. And then when Chris Richardson and Bobby Fresquez went over to Sac State to join um, Troy Taylor and the football staff, he becomes the head coach. So he's not 20-something. I mean, he's, he's older. But they they seem like they're young coaches. Right, right. Um, they bring that energy. You know, and there's um, I don't know. I if I'm a principal, and I want to counteract what Casey Taylor is talking about, I'd be leery of hiring a 25, 27, 28 year old head right. varsity football coach. Sure. Um, yeah, 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 that makes sense. You know, freshman yeah. JV. That's one right. thing. Um, or at least an assistant or something. Yeah, kind of learn a little yeah. because that could be pretty overwhelming. That's yeah. a lot. Well, and I and sometimes you get some of these gurus. Yeah. You know, a guy like Casey was. Pretty darn good right out of the gate. Wow. Sure. So was uh, Joey Montoya. And and Joe Catalico was a young guru right. coach from San Jose. Right. Starts, uh, uh, opens up brand new Pleasant Grove and Oak Grove some 15 years ago. And right away, they're good. Wow. Uh, so yeah. we see that. And, and Joe's not, I mean, Joe's a, you know, I, I think he's probably 42. Okay. 43. Yeah. Joe, if you're listening, I, I, I'll, I'll shave <laughs> off a few years. Joe, Joe just turned 30. Just say 30. Yeah, yeah, 30. Yeah. Yeah. We, we graduated together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, if I could speak to just because I'm a teacher, you know, and, uh, you know, I was coaching softball at Sheldon High School. I can speak to the teacher-coach side, especially if they're first two, three, even maybe four years teaching out of the job. It's 
it's a it's a lot not not doable it's doable but we you know i have um, a coworker who is um just got her credential she just made her first year through sheldon and she's coaching jv girls basketball she's doing an awesome job but and then i remember these days too and it wasn't that long ago but um just right into your job you have to go through a bits of program um and that's meeting for two years and that's meetings every week that's work like we are typing crap <laughs> on a computer yeah, yeah. and turning it in it's like a, it's like we have to go through the credential program pretty much like a watered down type credential program two years after we actually have our job and so that doesn't make it easy right. so so anyway i just for me speaking to just the teacher and the coach part that is it's 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 become a challenge but it's definitely doable to step into like an assistant mm -hmm. role it or could like be a real bear totally yeah and and, and how yeah. much if you're coaching on the softball team mm -hmm. You know, what a great mentor to learn from Mary Jo. Oh, my gosh. I, you know, I did not know what I was stepping into. Yeah. I got here, and I'm like, what is this? I've she, never she, heard of this. Yeah. She's masterful yeah. of having fun, you know, the little yeah. marbles and, yeah. you know, play for the yeah. marbles, yeah. but yeah. also yeah. being tough. Yeah. And if I know Mary Jo, um, I mean, they were our preseason number one team um, out of the gates um, and had a good season but lost earlier than right. – you know, Sheldon wanted in a softball sure. playoff. Yeah. She handles it like a pro. She does. She knows how to handle. That's the mark of good coaches: is yeah. can you handle defeat with some of the same dignity that you, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. perform in victory? And that's people are watching. Administrators are watching. Media is yeah. watching. Referees, fans, yeah. and some can't. I mean, some people are just wired. Yeah. Casey Taylor is exceptional. I, I remember. Yeah. The uh, Delora lost the state football championship game a year after winning it, mm -hmm. and and just lost in the final minutes. And I'm on deadline. He knows that. And I said, "Can I grab you, coach, mm -hmm. and two of your captains before you go into the locker room and, and talk to him for a half hour?" You bet. Mm -hmm. And he gave me Stone Smart and somebody else I can't remember. Mm -hmm. And it was all big picture. You know, hey, we're okay. You know, all things can. And boom. And that's not easy. No, but yeah. he knows. He gets it. Yeah. And yeah. Mike Albergini gets it, and Joe Gatalico gets it, yeah. and Mary Jo gets it. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, you can. T um, Suzanne Baker is a, is yes. a great example. Another she great get. Example. I remember talking to her after two years in a row, section championship when she was a uh, basketball coach for girls basketball coach at Capital Christian, mm -hmm. and they lost in the section finals. Mm -hmm. And she'd say, "Hey, you know, this is the worst day of our lives. Pretty good life. Mm -hmm. You know, we're gonna be okay." And mm -hmm. That's great. great attitude. Right. And then she. Send me an email. Thanks for the great. Well, thanks for talking. Thanks for being a <laughs> right. you know, represent. Because right. if you know if a coach is gonna be nasty and certain, we're not talking to him. Yeah. Right. No. You know, come on. Yeah. And I've had coaches refuse to talk to me and yeah. uh, you know, big time. And I'll say, really? You know, yeah. for a right. high school game, you lost. Right. You know. Right. I mean, yeah. this is a good nice example for you to talk about right. how tough it is right. and you know, be a be an example. And and this yeah. is this is a high school game. Um, so you yeah. lost a game. It's it's, it's you got to be the leader of this team. And right, exactly. Well, and this is this is probably a very general statement, but it seems like if that's your mentality, and if you're a coach and you lose a big game, and you're like, oh, I'm I'm angry. I don't want to talk to you. It, it makes as me as a fan or someone who's watching from the outside it makes me question what your intentions are as a coach. Right. Right. If you have someone who's willing to step up to to your mic or to the reporter and say, Hey, you know what? Let's talk for a little bit. It's tough. As difficult as this may be, let's talk about it. That coach seems like okay. You're in it for the kids and the development of young athletes. Right. If you're not, and you're, you know, grumpy. And, and you're representing like, you your know, school and your community. Right. And, and you weird. know, when you're – and it's fashionable now, I understand, that people like to pile on the media, whether it's the media that covers politics or race sure. or religion or sports. And, um, but there's a responsibility 
for coaches to be available. And, right. you know, I've written about this too, where it's the responsibility of the coach or the program to make sure you have your stats updated mm -hmm. um, in the max preps, which is a national database right. created for coaches oh, in the so early angry. 2000s <laughs> to have people, hey, put your stats in. Yeah. But there's been, a, um, this past basketball season was uh, an incredible amount of programs just declined to do it. And They'll tell you off the record, well, we're trying to hide tendencies. You know, we don't want we don't want our opponent to see what our free throw percentage is, who our leading rebounder. Really? Mm. And I counter that. And I was like, if De La Salle football and the Folsom football and Sheldon softball and Sheldon basketball can input stats yeah. as the best programs around, then right. everybody should. Yeah. Right. Oh, that would make me so when I was yeah, yeah. working with character combine and I had to do some research for different things that we were doing, I would look at stats and if there was ever a school yeah. that didn't have their stats, it drove me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's defiant. So and then they get yeah. mad. Yeah. Well, that's, how come they, the, the opponent doesn't do it? Come on. Mm. And right. some <laughs> states in America mandate that if you don't have updated stats, you are ineligible for postseason Whoa. play. Whoa. Oh, interesting. Because oh you know, it enforces sportsmanship. Right. So I wrote a, right. a piece earlier this basketball season. It's like mid-season. No, it was towards the. It was like two weeks before the playoffs, and I said, I just maybe I had a bad day. You know, media, yeah. we, we're allowed to have a bad day. And I, I said, um, I wrote it and, and and I put it on Twitter too, and said, you know, we're going to adopt a new policy at the Sacramento Bee that coaches who refuse to input stats or have somebody on their staff do it will no longer. None of their players will be eligible for the Bees All Metro teams. Wow. Oh, wow. And that day and that, <laughs> the rest of the week, I got a ton of, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's you know like, hey, hey, we're updated, we're updated, go. we're updated. I'm thinking, hey, you know, it's just we're not going to guess. Yeah, we're no. not going to chase it down. Mm -hmm. um, and a couple of coaches said, well, I'll, I'll email them to you, but we're trying to hide it. I said, no, come on. Well, and technology makes it so much easier. Like, um, with put softball. an assistant coach. Well, like, put well, a stat keeper to yeah, do it. Game changer. Yeah. That's what I right. would do. I would have everything on game changer, and as the game's going, everything, and then and goes to Max Preps, and I double check and fix any errors really quickly. And I know and people say, "Oh, yeah. it's good for recruiting." No, no, you know, recruiters don't. They're not looking for. It's just good for. It's a good motivator for your team, and it, yeah. what it does is it chronicles the team's mm -hmm. efforts, mm -hmm. whether that team's winning or losing or is middle of the road. To me, I always think that whenever we meet with coaches or athletic directors, and I'll talk to a whole group of them and say, hey, we want to hear from you. And, you know, every team has somebody who's mm -hmm. a story. Right. Yeah. Whether you're Folsom football or Sheldon softball or you're Mira Loma football that's 0-18 in the last mm -hmm. two years. Somebody's right. worthy of a note, yeah. a paragraph, or a big story. Sure. Right. I could be standing on your sideline and not even know who that is. Mm -hmm. But the, co the, the coaches and athletic directors know. Right. So let us know what's going on. Right. Right. And it's right. in this region, football is king. Yeah. Football, mm -hmm. basketball. Um, we can do a story on a one arm volleyball player and it just wouldn't be much readership. And it's mm -hmm. unfortunate. And it's just Definitely. not right. it's not a big, right. you know, it's unfortunate because they have we certainly know that there's the, um, there's efforts and athletes and achievement. Mm -hmm. But football mm -hmm. drives the wagon. Mm -hmm. And um you know, then it's basketball, and, you know, it's kind of an order, and then the, then the spring sports. But, um, you know, we can't guess what's going on out there. You know, no. right. yeah. need people to let us know. Yeah, coaches, we have a duty to, to let you know. Yeah. 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 Well, that's why I think, you know, kind of it goes back a little bit to the social media stuff about how, you know, like you said, Folsom, you're not going to not cover Folsom because of what, what they've done over the last however many years. But, you know, you will look at a school that's maybe – it's definitely not as big as Folsom, like Casa and Coach Horner, what he did with that football team. 
if you start doing stuff like that where you the coaches and programs start understanding okay this is bigger than just sports and we have an opportunity to impact the lives of people that are hurting right now that's a, I, and I feel like that's a story I'm going to read. Oh, yeah. Like and we got good readership things. on that. Right. That was a big one. So like, and I, it's, here's it's kind of what you were talking about earlier, Josh. So if I think about Castle Robo football and, and, and from um, the uh, 2018 season, the, the dominating thing, I, I can't remember what their record was, the, the Rams mm-hmm. uh, made the playoffs, but I remember how passionate Coach Horner was about yeah. helping these people in the Chico area. Right. He and his platform. So I remember that. And yeah. he talked passionately about that and how important yeah. it was to him. And it wasn't some show and tell thing. I said, why is it hit home? And he said that his wife is from Santa Rosa in areas that burned mm. to yeah. the ground. Yeah. And they met as college students at Chico State, oh, which wow. is where the wow. the whole fires were this last year. Yeah. So it hit home and they care. Um, so there's um, – you know, another story just came to mind, but um, a, a favorite story I did was uh, there's a coach named Terry Logue. He's a longtime coach at Bear River, okay. up, up by Grass Valley. And three or four years ago, he hit 200 wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a small school, keeps declining enrollment. And he has battled admirably with um, Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. And okay. it's and he we've we known each other for a long time, and he, he talked about it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and it's... I can't drive anymore. I can't drive my beloved wow. motorcycle anymore. I can't teach anymore. Wow. Uh, I can't stop my hands from shaking. Yeah. But when I'm out here coaching, the kids don't see it. Wow. And they just look at him as as, as a real hero. Wow. And he's yeah. a co-coach with Scott Savoy. And, I said, and that team's won section championships in recent years. So it's like, wow. so wow. the small schools are just as in- interesting. Same right. with Colfax. Colfax yeah. went yeah. to a state championship right. last season in a small Huge. school. And then Rio Linda, medium-sized school, goes to a state championship game at that at its classification and wins it. Wow. Right. So there are right. in a in a community like Rio Linda where the whole town came out. Right. And, That's right. Amazing. Uh, so um, there are stories everywhere. Wow. Um, you know, and and I think about the you know Chris Horner and some of those things. You're right. You, you, schools, teams, towns, coaches—they're defined by the things they do. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's good or bad. Right. And sometimes they're defined by the things that they don't do, lack of sportsmanship, um, right. class, right. Um, you know, things like that. I, I, I don't like coaches who blow the whistle on other programs, mm. you know, and, and, and <laughs> yeah. they yeah. know somebody's ineligible and they wait until after the season to rat them on. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Right. Wrong. Yeah. And, right. Um, uh, and, and that's happened for years. It's a sour grape. Sometimes co- uh, assistant coaches, not the head coaches, sometimes right. it's the head coaches with their little cell phone videos, and they'll go and try to prove that somebody's practicing extra, and they'll yeah. forward to the governor, you know, to the section office, saying, right. you know, focus on your. Right. We're not condoning right. cheating, right. but that's what you're. Yeah. That's how you're spending your afternoon. That's your focus. Right. It's crazy. You know, there was a a coach whose kids were hitting a blocking sled like in the spring, and that's not allowed. And, you know, they ratted him out, and it was Monterey Trail that got, mm. you know, uh, mm. nailed on it. And yeah. T.J. Ewing's one of the great guys. I hope you have him on here sometimes. Just a great big t- big thinker. Love to. Okay. Went 12-1 last year. And T.J.'s hilarious. I said, so what happened? He goes, our kids need help on those sleds. We, we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> he, goes, I, he goes, now I understand it was out of season, you know, but we're yeah. not trying to break the rules, you right. know. Right. And, right. Uh, right, right, right. But some of these coaches who – it's not the head coaches. It might be the JV assistant, somebody who's trying to be a hot shot. Right, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the section office, the governing body, has to look at this stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like a so that's competition where it gets 
right a little overboard it's misguided and you forget why you're doing it you're doing it for the student right. athletes right. if you're not doing it for that then there's someone else that's gonna that'd be like another reporter right exactly. ratting me out for driving in a carpool lane you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like seriously what say we, hey man how do you know i didn't have somebody in the trunk <laughs> yeah <Right. laughs> the last person who criticized me yeah <laughs> yeah that's right oh that's too so, funny so oh um God. well hey man we want to uh, be respectful of your time and we appreciate you coming through and answering all these questions i feel like we went in so many different directions and i feel like we yeah, can just continue for like another three hours is, i know is this recording working Oh, we're good. We hope Jeez, so. I hope so. Yes, we're good. We're good. <laughs> we that was always, a warm up. Act. That's our biggest so. fear. Yeah. Jeez. Um, so something we like to do with all of our guests is we like to give them just one more last kind of like the last word. So um, anything you want to share with any um, any athlete, any coach, any parent, the floor is kind of yours. So if there's any last thing you want to say, uh, we would love to for everybody to hear it. Yeah, I, I just think that um, if you're a high school student athlete and you're on a team, embrace what you have. You're on a team. And, uh, you know, the, the focus, you know, should be get better. Be a good teammate. The best compliment I think that any coach could give or any teammate can give is so-and-so is a great teammate. Mm. Yeah, I agree. You know, yeah. if, uh, if you yeah. told yourself, hey, you are a great teammate, that's yeah. the ultimate – yeah. Jerry Reynolds of the Kings once told me about Vladi Divac, and I did a story on Vladi for the B years ago, and he said of, of his 60 years in basketball, he said, Vladi Divac is the greatest teammate I've ever seen. Wow. Not wow. the best player, the, yeah. the greatest teammate. Wow. And that certainly rings true in high school. Um, for parents, enjoy what you have, you know, appreciate what you have. Right. Wasted energy right. is complaining yeah. about the media, about the officiating, mm-hmm. about the coaching, and be yep. proactive and stop right. being so mad yeah. um it doesn't do anything no and, and and this is not all the parents a lot of parents are, are wonderful and um you know and also um, um you know in our media circle we all back each other whether it's the the people at news 10 or or, or the, um, kcra or fox 40 you know, we're all trying to get the word out and cover these teams and these athletes and all that and it's a small time of your life uh you know um, student athletes i always tell them say just Watch what you do. You know, right. um, there's a lot. We're always moved by the really mature and smart yeah. kids. And some of these kids are good kids, but they might be a little immature. Right. Uh, just be careful what you do because somebody's yeah. watching yeah. and somebody's going to rat you out. Yeah. Uh, and it could be your own undoing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just play it smart. Play hard, but play it smart. That's good. That's a good way. And pay your taxes and drive the speed limit <laughs> and eat your Wheaties. That's, eat your hey, Wheaties. Eat your if vegetables. you live by that, you're going to be set for life. Do your push-ups yeah. push and pull-ups, you're good. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. So where can, they, where can they follow you on social media and all um, that? Twitter, SACB underscore Joe D. Um, Facebook is Joe Davidson. Uh, Instagram is Joe Davidson Media. So much for trying to be uh, anonymous on me, uh, on, on, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, so we're there. I don't do – I think I did Snapchat and I couldn't figure it out. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's good because I hate Snapchat. Yeah, I can't. We had it for the trying combines. Trying to get like, Josh to get, I'll do it. Just give me the password. No, now it's just a matter of pride. I can't give it. And to we're, on, so. we're on com every day, yeah. and also on the print. And um, I love the job. Still a good job. I'm excited about it. But like coaches, you know, sometimes yeah. you you can't wait till vacation. Yeah. Sure. So you kind of sure. recharge. Yeah, mm-hmm. reboot and then do it again. That's yeah. exactly right. And we'll be here before we know it. So uh, yeah. it's a good gig and a lot of good people. And I, this is. Um, it's a great area to learn about coaches and yeah. and you know you've seen it. You're from the Central Valley. You're from yeah. from uh, here, Castro Robles um, product, uh, Josh. So um, it gets better and better. This yeah. area is not slowing down. Yeah. We keep yeah. getting better across the board in football. I agree. Right. 
Softball, perfect example, yep. this past spring, better than ever. I mean, more, more small schools, medium schools, uh, basketball. It's, um, we have kids getting drafted in the NFL, Major League Baseball, soccer. Um, I mean, you know, Jonah we have brutal, that Jonah Williams. Yes, story. that was tough. Jonah Williams is the most dominant high school football player I've ever seen in, in, in this area. Yeah, that was hard to read. And he goes to Alabama, becomes a standout there, All-American. First-round pick, Cincinnati Bengals. Highest drafted guy since 1987 out of mm -hmm. Sacramento. Wow. Uh, Reggie Williams or Reggie Rogers out of Sacramento and Washington was the seventh pick. And then uh, Jonah, back in April, was the 11th pick, and then blows out his shoulder. So brutal. It wow. is brutal. It's yeah. cutthroat. Um, and guys like Eric Armstead, first-round pick of the 49ers, yeah. Shaq Thompson out of Grant, first-round pick, mm -hmm. they give back to their community. They care. They don't right. – you know, they remember their roots. So they're heroes in that regard. Absolutely. Um, wow. You know, I, I applaud those those yeah. people big time. And I applaud people like you who – you know, you played high school sports and then you got into, you got into teaching and coaching because it meant yeah. something to you. I'm, I'm right. guessing. You yeah. know, that's why a lot of people, hey, yeah, this meant something to me and yeah. I, I have something to give. That's why I'm still doing it too. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's that's good. And then Mary Jo could blame you. Exactly. That's, that's yes. good. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Jo was undefeated this year. The losses stick them to the assistant coach. That's right. That's, <laughs> why, that's why they're there. That's right. Exactly. Deb, where can they follow us? Um, you guys can follow us on Twitter at Sports Character, Instagram at Character Combine, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Snapchat. Josh. Awesome. Joe, thank you so much, man, for uh, joining us. My we pleasure. Appreciate it. You bet. Thanks.